Welcome to Man Shopping with Stacy, where I share my real, transparent dating and life experiences for your amusement and inspiration. I'm your host, Stacy Weimer, and you're listening to episode 37, 2022. Okay, now what? <laughs> um, as the title to this show suggests, I'm a little indifferent at this new year of 2022. I mean, I don't know how else to handle this topic of a new year. I have struggled with this episode seriously like no other. I wanted to bring you all a motivational work of art, a masterpiece of optimism and joy and uplifting messages to help pave the way for this beautiful rainbow ride into 2022. But I just can't. Like, I just can't. I am looking toward the new year optimistically, but I can't like help but like honor the realistic analytical side of my brain that is like, okay, let's just like, let's be, let's be a little bit rational here and let's just temper our expectations. Okay. So a really funny example, like hit me like, square in the face as I was scrolling through Instagram. So to start off, I'm just going to read you a little interaction between two of my very favorite celebrities. Reese Witherspoon posted on her Instagram. I'm going to read it now. Let's talk about habits! Exclamation point. Are there any that have improved your daily life? Here are some I'm working towards. Number one, start the day with a big glass of water. Number two, get 10 minutes of outdoor light. Number three, spend 30 to 60 minutes reading without distraction every day. Number four, in bed by 10 p.m. Asterisk, no late night TV binges. Try to get eight hours of rest, exclamation point. I mean, I'm reading this as a now 44-year-old woman thinking, yeah, that's so doable. In fact, some of these things are actual things that I have seriously implemented over the past few days. Not kidding. The big glass of water first thing in the morning? Uh Uh-huh. Also trying to drink a big glass of water before each meal? Yep, sign me up. I'm gonna I'm gonna incorporate that. That's easy. Outdoor light, I mean my last lab panel indicated that I'm a little low on vitamin D. That's a great idea, Reese. These are doable, sustainable, easy little tweaks. I'm on board. Follow her for more inspiration on Instagram. What really resonated with me, though, was another celebrity's response. Another woman who I love and adore and admire, Ina Garten. So she responds and she says, to quote Reese Witherspoon, 
That sounds great, but I'm probably not doing any of those things. LOL, my formula is easier to follow. And by the way, she said that because Reese Witherspoon made fun of Ina Garten's like Thanksgiving. I think it was like a Thanksgiving dinner, um, how to prepare like a big elaborate meal. And Reese was like reading Ina Garten's like messages like, um, yeah, I'm not going to be doing any of that. But Ina Garten is a smart woman. So anyway, they're kind of like jabbing at each other, like in a very friendly way. So Ina Garten goes on to say, One, drink more large Cosmos. Two, stay up late watching addictive streaming series. Number three, stay in bed in the morning playing Sudoku instead of reading a good book. Four, spend more time safely with people you love. In a pandemic, I do what I can. So herein lies the struggle, right? Not only are we still dealing with this pandemic, but my audience, us, we're also dealing with a lot of life change on top of it. And the pandemic has exponentially made things more complicated and harder in a million different ways, more challenging, more stressful, It's uh, quite the dichotomy to try to plan an episode like this. Again, because on one hand, I love the idea of trying to motivate and inspire, and I hope to do those things in this episode. But on the other hand, please, for the love, grant yourself some grace. Don't push it. Don't put more stress and pressure on yourself to become this better version of you when you're already trying your best every day just to keep your shit together. That's my message. And I hope you hear it loud and clear throughout this episode. So this is my third new year as a single person. I was still separated in in 2020 when I declared it, you know, my year, the best year ever. In fact, I was on a date with a guy called John Denver and we were like, yes, 2020 is like gonna kick ass. Oh, I mean, it did. (laughs) It did kick ass in a lot of ways. And then, oh, in 2020, my word of the year was remarkably, I chose the word resilience because I felt like I was like fighting a losing battle and I just needed to like stay strong, you know, do what I could to survive. I was like in survival mode personally in 2020 before, you know, COVID hit and like everything changed and little did I know like what the word resilience would mean to me by the end of the year, right? In 2021... I mean, didn't we all have like a glimmer of hope that life was going to look different, that we were going to get some sort of reprieve? Well, I had a word of the year that that year too, and it was grace. I just felt like I needed to grant myself and those around me a little more grace. You know, take it easy. Be a little softer A lot of the ideas and the things that I were reading were about like self-talk and self-image. And I was trying to build my own confidence back. And I did a 
damn good job if I do say so myself. So that word grace really brought me through the year of 2021 pretty well. Pretty, pretty suitable, I think. Well, I mean, geez, now it's like 2022 and I'm like, I don't know, word of the year. Fuck. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I told my friends my word of the year this year, and this is so arbitrary. Like, I, I, you don't have to pick a word of the year. Like, I just, it's just been on my mind. And it was something that I like to do to try to like focus, right? It's kind of a theme. I like parties. I like party themes. I like things to focus on to kind of, um, set my intentions, I guess, right? So I started thinking of the word purpose because here I am like half a year into this podcast, um, a full year into attempting to finish a book. Um, I'm in a new job in my career, like my day job. I've got a kid who's like a junior in high school and like just focusing every day on what's the purpose of my words, my actions, my goals. What am I trying to achieve? Purpose, right? So purpose to me is uh, not quite that surface level, right? Like I have this corporate job where I'm a pharmaceutical rep. My purpose is to help patience. That's my purpose. That's my goal. That's my why. And I happen to be working with something that I believe serves a very underserved portion of the population as well. So that feels good and right. That's pretty easy and cut and dry. But like when I think about the podcast, what's the purpose? Well, the purpose is to try to help people. Like, why on earth would I seriously like share all of the intimate details of my life and my thoughts and everything else if it wasn't for a greater good? I mean, I really don't enjoy listening to the sound of my own voice that much, I promise you. The purpose is because I'm over here learning and I know other people are too. And we're all like struggling and muddling our way through our new reality and facing an unknown future. So my purpose, I guess, is to resonate with other people like me, to find common ground, to hopefully like poke fun, have like a little laugh together, help other people to feel like they're related to and to be a voice for a group of people who often feel shame and embarrassment and anger toward their spot in the world right now. I hate that. I hate the idea of people like me walking around, like hanging their head, feeling shitty about themselves because, oh, I have a failed marriage and I'm a, I'm a single parent. No, I hope that people like me hold their head up high. Mm-hmm, you know, shoulders back, tits up. That's what they say on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend that Amazon Prime show. In fact, huh, she happens to be a single mother in the 1950s poking fun at married life, single life, and all of the um, comedy there with 
then yeah, pioneer, pioneer kind of show. Anyway, I digress. So purpose, right? So I'm trying to remind myself and ground myself in my purpose for every little thing that I do. So uh, yeah, that's what I'm running with right now. I don't know if it's going to stick, but you know, for those of you who like to set some goals, intentions, think about the new year in in a very purposeful way. Oh, looky there. It just came into play again. Uh, maybe a word of the year is for you, right? For those of you who just aren't feeling it, just just don't. I mean, my word of the year was grace, and I'm still having to remind myself and pr- to practice that. I mean, when the new year rolled around and I felt like this obligation to establish a new word of the year, come up with some goals, it has freaking stressed me out. I have not updated my vision board. I did an entire podcast episode pretty early on about my vision board. You guys, I'm pretty well convinced that it works well. (laughs) I mean, like talk to any major athlete out there about visualization practices and how it helps them achieve, you know, great things in sports. And I mean, in business and there, I mean, visionaries are, are taking over the world. And I will tell you, I saw a difference in my life after I created a vision board. And I still can't make myself redo it and update it because I just flat out haven't felt like it. So then I have to remind myself that my word of the year last year was grace for a reason. I mean, I may not have updated my vision board, but I've done a couple other things. I mean, like, you know, I am saying all of this to you and telling you my personal stuff because I just, I don't want you all to beat yourselves up like I have a tendency to do. You're doing enough. You're, you know, like your priorities are in place. You take care of yourself. You take care of your heart, your mind, your body, your kids, your pets, your home. Like you do that stay on track at work, like be a responsible community member. Like you're good. You're good. Like don't push yourself to do things if they don't serve you. If they create more stress than happiness, like freaking just let it go. Let it go. I'm telling you and I'm telling myself this all at the same time. So if this like word of the year thing doesn't strike a chord, doesn't like you know, get y'all excited, just freaking don't do it. I mean, my word of the year of purpose, I mean, I I don't know. We'll see. I'll get back with you and let you know how that goes. But I'm going to try to not get too hung up on it. So another thing that I thought about doing for this podcast episode, and I might give give it a little spin, a little whirl. Um, There are all of these like word prompts out there for setting goals for the new year. And I'm a big Pinterest person. And when I'm not looking at food, (laughs) sometimes I look for like podcast material, right? So I thought, man, I could take some of these word prompts and just do an entire episode, almost like Mad Libs style, right? Like changing everything just to like dating and being single instead of like life as a whole. 
So, I mean, I could give you some examples. Like, um, I've got one pulled up in front of me. One thing I'm going to create. Hmm. I should probably create a better Bumble profile. (laughs) I'm incognito right now. I'm really not active on there anyway. But you see what I mean? Like you could take these prompts and like create new dating habits for yourself. So like one habit I'm going to break, I can tell you right now, one habit that I have been really working on that I'm trying to break as it pertains to my dating life is to, and I hate to even say this out loud, I'm going to say it, no pity dates, no going on dates just because someone asks me on a date. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm very, very open-minded to meeting new people. I love to connect. I love to interact. I could have fun with damn near anyone on a date. I will, I will have a good time. I don't know if they will, but I'll get through that date, like having something yummy to drink, probably some food and enjoying a conversation and making a new friend. The problem with that is after the date is over, if I have like knowingly gone into a date that I see more uh, as like just making a connection out there in the world and he sees it as more of a romantic connection, it sucks. And what it does is it stresses me the fuck out. And after that date is over, I have to backpedal. And I hate that. It feels so disingenuine. I've done this. It's been a long time long time since I have gone on what I would call a pity date because of this reason. Who wants to go into a date knowing like, I'm just going just to go. Like there was a time in my dating life that that was probably necessary. I needed to get out. I needed to meet people. I needed to practice. I needed to practice going on a date and not just talking about my ex-husband. I needed to practice going on a date just to keep an open mind um, you know, to that I could that I could tell about myself without spilling my guts to a stranger. Like I needed to go through all of that, but you guys, I'm past that. I'm way past that now. So that would be a habit that I am going to break. So you see what I'm saying? It's kind of fun. It is kind of like Mad Libs. I mean, you could play with your friends. One person I'm going to forgive, hmm, dare I say myself? I'd like to forgive myself for some of the decisions that I have made in the past. I'd like to forgive. I think I have forgiven my ex-husband. You guys, I feel, I feel um, a lot of compassion for my ex-husband. I don't feel angry. I get kind of pissy when I think about some of the things that happened during the divorce. But when I think about our marriage, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't harbor um, resentment really, really toward him. Uh, I feel a lot of compassion at this point. So that's good. So hey, maybe these prompts are like a really good way to just like check in with yourself and see where you're at. I don't know. One thing I'm going to create, I'll tell you, one thing I'm going to create is a timeline to launch a book. Oops, that's not about dating. Um, Going to create in regard, I mean, you know, I'd like to create a relationship Oh, I think I'm there. I think I would like to create a relationship. I guess it takes two people to do that though. So, so I guess I need to find someone that like is a good match to create a relationship with. I don't know. It's 
kind of fun. I guess as I'm reading, like, I mean, this this is pretty good. This is from daringtolivefully.com. I found it on Pinterest when I did a quick search. One positive belief I'm going to reinforce. Well, that positive belief for me, hmm, I still believe in love. I still believe that there is a person out there that gets me, (laughs) that wants me, that will love me the way that I hope to be loved one day. Yep. See, I am a perpetual optimist. Yeah, I've been asked recently, actually, if I would ever get married again. I mean, these are some, like, that my answer to that question has changed, you know, since my separation and since I've dated and since I've been alone and all of that. And I think if I'm being honest, well, I know if I'm being honest, my very cautious answer is yes. But boy, do I still have a lot of guards up and walls that would have to be like taken down like one little rock at a time to get there. Um, If that happened for me, that would be a long, long, arduous process (laughs) with someone really committed to seeing that through, which is how it should be, right? So I don't know. That's kind of fun. Like the word prompts and maybe if you need a little inspiration in other areas of your life, you could take these literal like how they're intended and not just apply them toward your single or dating life. But I do think it's kind of fun and I think it would be actually a bunch of fun. I probably should have invited a girlfriend to have a drink with me and like fill these out seriously, like Mad Lib style, like choose only particular words (laughs) and adjectives and nouns and fill in the blanks. And you guys all could have gotten a better laugh. Um, But still a good exercise, right? Nonetheless, word prompts. There's an idea for you. Just a little inspo in case you need it. So another way to look at all of this is like the antithesis, right? The complete opposite of all of this um, positive mindset, mumbo jumbo, new year, new me BS, right? Like the Ina Garten approach. I'm a fan of that too. Like, I think, again, I'm a pretty disciplined, moderated, scheduled, boring, (laughs) like predictable person day in and day out. I don't know that I need to add more, more to my to-do list, more to expect out of myself. I've already set some pretty high standards and when I fall short, it sucks. But, you know, like a lot of us are goal setters and achievers and always pushing ourselves. And, and that can, you know, that can be very, very positive, but it can also end up being maybe just a little bit too much. So if we want to be more like Ina Garten in her response to Reese Witherspoon, I'm all about it. And it really does fall in line with the last year of life that I have lived where I did indulge more, where I did grant myself grace, where I let myself feel the feelings. Um, There's so much, so much goodness in all of that. Maybe for those of you like me this year that feel just a little bit overwhelmed of trying to add more to your plate, to set more goals, to 
you know, establish more healthy habits or whatever. If you're overwhelmed by all of that, maybe it would be fun just to do more of what already makes you happy in a different way. I don't know, little ideas like maybe it would be fun to you know, go through your favorite coffee drive through every Monday morning to give yourself something to look forward to on your way to work every Monday. Maybe you could um, commit to taking more naps. <laughs> my friend Melissa makes so much fun of uh, my other friend Tracy and I because we are nappers and we are unapologetic nappers. She thinks that we have a problem or like a physical ailment. Like, but we don't, we just enjoy napping and I don't feel bad about it. So, <laughs> so maybe if that's something that you think your body needs, like I know mine does, like just resign to like taking more naps, to being more restful, to being at peace and granting yourself the liberty to do that. Especially if you work a lot, you travel a lot, you have kids or you're just overwhelmed. I mean, why not do more of what makes you happy? Because let's be real. We all know that we're more productive if we are well rested and happy. Okay, guys, like, I don't know what I've just thrown together here in this podcast. But my intent really was just to recognize that we're just, we're not all in the same place when it comes to all of this New Year's resolutions and habits and all this, you know, New Year, New, New You BS. And um, I think that's okay. And I think it's okay that we are living in this world that we is so unpredictable and we don't know what to expect and we don't have any answers and we can't predict what the next few weeks look like months or year. And it creates, at least for me, this feeling of like, like the damn title that I just created for this episode. Okay. Now what, like, what does this even mean? Who really cares? Like I am so indifferent to all of it right now. So I'm just going to do the best I can every day. Mm, that's good enough for me right now. So I plan on just living each day with purpose and I guess that will evolve over time. I am going to keep doing all the things I love. I love a good glass of wine. I like a nice piece of chocolate. I love my big fat dog, Nika. Oh my gosh, I'm going to post another video of her sleeping and staring at me. I've got multiple videos of her lately because I'm just figuring out as I share those videos with other people, like how odd it really is that she just like locks eyes with me and stares at me all the time. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to do more of what I love. Spend time with my big dog, hang out with my girl. You know, I just ate cookie dough in bed while I was recording a podcast episode. I have photo documented proof of that. I'm recording my podcast episode seriously in sweats sitting on my bed right now. I wouldn't have done this last year. <laughs> like, well, shit, I didn't have a podcast last year. I wouldn't have done this a few months ago. That's grace, people. I'm granting myself grace. I don't have to sit at my desk in my little spot downstairs. And I'm not because I have two teenagers hanging out at my house right now. So here I am, improvising, going with the flow, being, you know, relaxed. That's what I'm going for. I hope that you 
go into the year of 2022 with optimism, purpose, and grant yourself some grace. Take it easy on yourself. Don't be too hard. And I cannot wait to see what this new year has in store for all of us. Thank you so very much for listening to episode 37, 2022. Okay, now what? I appreciate it so much. Please do consider rating and reviewing the podcast. I think you can do that on both Apple and Spotify. I know you can rate now. And please do consider sharing the podcast. Send the link to someone who you think would enjoy it. That would be a great gift. And up next, episode 38. I mean, dude, your guess is as good as mine. I seriously don't have it planned yet. I do have some fun um, interviews that I am going to knock out over the next couple of months. And if you have any podcast episode ideas to share with me, pretty please shoot me a DM, text me, email me, call me if you know me. I would love to hear your ideas.